democracy over their grades, right? So, you know, school is difficult for many young people, right? Sometimes, you know, they came from different backgrounds. Some, you know, some children started academics earlier. Uh, so there's many reasons why academics, you know, are so wide on the spectrum where there's some kids that get straight A's and some kids that can barely pull a seat, right? Uh, so it's just continue because of their environment. Um, it's important that we start paying attention to our needs of our kids academically, right? If you don't know calculus, parents, all right, there are things that you can do. There's ways you can find, and more importantly, speak with the teachers. Like, get involved in the schooling, right? I often say this. You only get one chance of education in this country for free unless your parents are paying for private school. But either way, you, this is your chance for your children to learn everything that they can. The Counselor. Do not go over a single man's home by yourself, especially if you meet him online. All right, I want you to take your time and think about that. That's not a good idea at all. You're too young to know why you're doing it, but more importantly, you should not be doing it. Bring a friend, tell a parent. Oh, shocking. Tell your parents. Yes, because some of you guys won't be found. Okay, I love those movies, Taken, and uh, I forget the other ones, some of the other ones that they are taking kids and selling them sex trafficking. Uh, those movies when the dads are searching the earth. But that's not a reality. That's a movie. The Counselor. All right. And welcome back to The Counselor. And I am your host, Sheldon Stovall. So today we're going to continue talking about Fear Unleashed. Right. So we want to talk about the 10 ways to fight your fears. Um, but we had some questions that came in e in our emails. We wanted to kind of go over a couple of those questions. Um, what are some of the common fears in life? Right. So we have fears in relationships was one of the main ones that was listed. Um, people are afraid sometimes if they were in, you know, they were hurt in the past. Right. They might be afraid to be hurt again. So fear would sometimes keep someone from getting back into a relationship. Right. Um, or if they've seen their parents always fighting and, you know, they've seen their parents relationship in peril all the time. Some people might be afraid to get married or have a live-in situation uh, because of fear, again, of their relationship becoming the same as what they saw or they were used to, right? Um, and then even in those situations, some people have been physically, right, physically harmed in relationships, right? So if you put your hand up real quick by accident, if you just met and that person like jumps, right? You will be able to notice that, right? So you would want to always move a little slowly around that person because you would be able to see that 
there might be a little bit of fear from or PTSD from uh, former relationships, right? So it's scary. Let's just say it. It's frightening being in relationships, right? It's very frightening. Um, fears in the workplace, right? So if you um, we're starting a new job, right? So some of us, you know, if we move or we relocate or get married or decide to, you know, you know, start our career in a new pro on a new uh, company, right? Or even our own, right? You might be afraid, like this might be something that a lot of people aren't used to, especially when you're in school. Someone, someone who has hung up the same friends for like six you know, since sixth grade or something, right? So it would be, might be difficult, like to start meeting new people, right? So fear in the workplace, um, fears in childhood. And we covered a little bit about that on our last show. Some people learn fears as children, right? So our children now that are being exposed to uh, the situation overseas, right? Um, and they're hearing about hunger and they're hearing about gas prices, right? So they're gonna, that fear, they're gonna start hearing those things more and it's gonna make them afraid, right? And then what about the children that had to deal with like terror atta terrorist attacks um, from other countries or even inside the country, right? So those fears as children, they do start to come back when you're older, especially if you don't wanna start working on it, right? So we're talking about fear unleashed, right? Um, fears and recovering, right? That's a big thing, right? So some people, they get nervous. Um, you know, the family has put a lot of pressure on them. Like, you know, you have one more chance. You mess up one more time and you're done, right? That sometimes that fear, right? Right. Your recovery will help you not go back. Right. So sometimes that can be a good thing. Pressures from family about recovery. Right. Or even the fear of a relapse. Right. Some people are afraid they're going to relapse and they're, they're telling you it's been 20 years and I'm still afraid that I might. Right. So that fear of what happened to them stays with them. And sometimes it helps prevent future issues. Right. Um, fear, in adults, right? So even when you become an adult, things change, right? Some of us, when we're kids, we're not paying rent. You know, we're not worrying about bills, you know, no cell phone bills. And all of a sudden you turn 18, you have a cell phone bill, a car payment. You're trying to pay your way through your own college, right? So fear that you, again, you know, now that you're an adult, responsibility might hit. Oh, no, being responsible, right? Um, fears and public speaking, and we talk about that a lot. Some people, they get afraid when they start speaking in front of people. So it's important, again, parents, uh, as we mentioned in our last segment, you know, let the kids try out in a play, right? Even tryouts are frightening, but once you get through the tryouts, and from what I understand, most kids get it if they try out for something, right? So, you know, you wanna get your kids involved with something that would help them start being able to speak, especially in this cell phone age, where these kids, they talk to each other via cell phone and that's it, right? Everybody's, you know, on their cell phone meeting friends or meeting different ones, dating and breaking up via text and cell phones. That still shocks and amazes me that some people have never met and they've been dating uh, for six months via text. So 
That's a new thing, and I'm still getting used to it. All right, so Fear Unleashed, 10 ways to fight your fears, right? So we want to just kind of build you guys up a little bit, kind of give you some tools um, that can help you, right? So you're again, we're dealing with a lot of fear. And yes, and when we start getting to a certain age, fear begins to unleash. So take some time out. All right. And start trying to think clearly when your mind is flooded with fear or anxiety. Right. So you want to take some time when you start getting afraid of what's happening all around the world, worrying about things that you can't control. Right. Now you're starting to build that fear and to and it's starting to have physical or mental effects like anxiety. Right. You start feeling uh, from that. Right. So some people start having panic attacks. Right. And those are real things. Right. When someone starts, you know, breathing heavily. Right. And they just can't control their breathing. Right. And they're panicking and they're gasping for air. Right. So what you want to do is you want to help that person or if you're by yourself and you're having a panic attack, breathe through your panic attack. Your whole important thing is to breathe. Right. Breathing is going to get you through the panic attack. Okay, so it's important that you you know that as long as you're vertical and as long as your eyes are open. Right. Because I always tell someone if they're having a panic attack in front of me, look in my eyes. Right. Look at me and I'm going to try to help you get through this. Right. So you want them to focus on you. Right. So if someone is having a panic attack. Have helped them breathe through it. I would always recommend emergency services because we're not doctors, right? So you want to dial 911, right? Get the help that you need on its way. But until they get there, stay on the phone. But more importantly, be a part of the solution, right? And help them breathe, okay? Face your fears. So that's, you know, we call it exposure therapy, but some people, they want to face their fears, right? The kids that finally are able to get on the adult rides and Six Flags and in Disneyland and Disney World, right? So um, when you're allowed to get on those rides, yes, now you're going to face those fears of being on adult rides and also going on the high roller coasters and the big rides, right? So you want to face those fears, right? Of frightening movies, right? Uh, you know, how do you get someone through a frightening movie, right? Some kids are afraid of horror movies. I personally hate Halloween myself. But, you know, sometimes facing your fears, right? I don't like scary movies. I don't like horror movies, or I didn't in the past. But I decided to watch one one day, right? And it just happened to be uh, Saw, right? One, two, three, four. I think I watched the entire series, right? And that was amazing. I thought it was some slasher type movie, but it was actually uh, really intellectual. Um, it, you know, it taught about, it taught a lesson about uh, consequence for actions, right? So you would, I would have never thought that there were lessons to be learned in a slasher movie, right? But it turned out it wasn't, right? So sometimes facing your fears, you learn more, right? And I actually liked all those, right? So imagining the worst, right? What is the worst that can happen if I get just jump in the, the deep end of the pool? Okay, well, that's a little bit extreme. Yeah, you might drown if you don't have help, right? But if you have help, 
right? And you're afraid to start swimming and people all around, you have the puffy things on your shoulder and, you know, the balloons that keep you floating, the floats, rather, they call them. When you have all that, right, now your fears are less. So now face your fear. What's the worst that can happen? You're going to float, right? So start imagining the worst. Look at the evidence, all right? Sometimes people are afraid because they don't want to pay attention to the evidence that happens, right? What exactly happened, right? Some people don't want to hear it, right? Take the time, especially if you're afraid, to listen, right? Okay, it was, it was, it was a crank call. It really wasn't a slasher killer. Here's the voice machine, right? Um, I remember that movie Scream, right? Um, with the voice machine. Everybody was doing that and wearing those masks one Halloween. I hated that too, right? So look at the evidence, you know, show your kids, especially... If they do end up watching a frightening movie, that look, go look under the bed. There's nothing under the bed, right? Open up the closet. There's nothing in the closet, right? Open up the bathroom door. Look around, right? So you want to start looking at the evidence, realizing, you know, this you shouldn't be as afraid. Face it, right? Some people get all fearful about getting accepted into something, a program or a, a scholarship, Look at the evidence, right? Did you do your homework? Did you did you have good attendance at school, right? Do you write good papers? Do you proofread your papers? So why wouldn't they help you? Why wouldn't you get the scholarship, right? Why wouldn't you get into college, right? Everybody can't go to Yale. Everyone can't go to Harvard, right? Everyone can't go to MIT, right? So sometimes, you know, you have to get in where you fit in, right? So look at the evidence. Don't apply for Yale if you didn't get get grades to get into Yale, right? Don't apply for Morehouse if you didn't um, work hard to achieve those scholarships or whatever you need to get in those schools, right? So I don't try to be perfect. You know, you want to always have that in your mind. You know, some people are afraid of losing or failure or not being the best at what they should be. And parents, sometimes that's our fault, right? Sometimes we, you know, don't want to encourage our kids to be the best because we don't want them to get too puffed up. But sometimes our kids do well, right? So, you know, if they're, if they're not perfect, that's fine. But if they are great, encourage them, right? Visualize a happy place, all right, sometimes you have to take yourself out of the situation you're in. And I know that's hard, you know, if you're faced with a lion or a bear right in front of you, right? You can't really visualize a happy place until it's all over with, right? But uh, at the end of the day, you know, you want to put yourself in a happy place, right? When you're starting to feel afraid, right? Get somewhere, get yourself into a place where you can feel better, like take yourself out the situation, right? Meditation always helps. YouTube is my best friend when it comes to meditation. There are tons and tons of meditation videos, right? So, you know, take some time, get yourself into a happy place. And if you don't know how, talk about it, right? And more importantly, like I always say, this is the counselor. So you always want to seek help right there's nothing wrong with meeting with a counselor some we usually meet with people once a week some people you know need it you know more than a, a, a once a week 
But on average, we do we'll meet with you once a week and you're able to talk about what's going on with you. Right. And we're not here to tell you what to do. You know, we may seem confident. Right. Sometimes some of the things we talk about because we deal with some of the same problems all the time. Right. But it's up to you to get it out. And we motivate you to learn how to deal with these things. So uh, a couple couple things I uh, looked up here. How do you train your brain to stop the fear, right? So this is some technical things, right? Your brain can learn new therapeutic, putic, and lifestyle practices that work, that work including meditation. So a 30-minute meditation practice once a day can help you reduce the size of the amygdala which can make it easier for you to think rationally, right? So the important important thing is rational thinking, right? You have to start being rational about your thoughts. You want to you want to make sure you're not overreacting on things that don't make don't don't need the overreaction, right? So, you know, if you're going to, uh, let's just use an example of maybe a zoo, right? And, you know, the kid, you know, their kids are learning, oh, we're going to see bears and lions. And if they ask you, mom, is the bear going to get loose, right? That's the beginning of a little bit of fear. You know, you're going to say, no, don't worry about that. They're in cages and maybe you can show them, right? You can show them online about about maybe how they can use, uh, they'll be safe, right? You want to make sure they look safe or feel safe, right? Or learn how to um, feel safe or be in a safer place. All right. Well, because men are afraid of rejection, the reason they fear rejection is because the majority of men wrap their sense of self-worth up in whether or not a woman, right, is going to accept or reject them. So we're talking about, why do boys fear to talk to girls, right? That was the other uh, question that we wanted to go over before we run out of time, right? So you get, you get nervous. You don't know what they're thinking, right? Of course, when we get older, we know that we probably a little bit foolish and less educated, right? But as kids, yes. Do you like me? Circle yes or no, right? And you're afraid to hand over the piece of paper. So sometimes people do become afraid, right and to to approach people but we have a t technology now right we have the greatest things in the world like our cell phones so we can always text and say hey you ever see anybody afraid to send a text and they're like reading it to you and they're like hey uh do you think i should send this text or not i'm afraid to right these are words right there's no tone coming over a text right so you know people send it yeah go ahead and send it don't be afraid what's the worst that can happen. All right. So we just wanted to kind of go over fear unleashed and parents, we want to encourage you to talk with your kids right now. You know, we get a lot of questions about what do I say to my kid about the, the war in Ukraine or about Russia, right? Watch the news, right? Pay attention to what's happening. Read some articles, right? Read around because you know, there's so much information out there. Um, but learn yourself and when you're able to know and they can see that you're calm about what's happening um, more importantly they will also get that same energy all right so if any of you guys are feeling fearful right if your fear is unleashed or you feel nervous about things that are going on with your family and if you don't have anybody to talk to 
um, please seek uh, professional help, number one. More importantly, you can always give us a call here at the Counseling Network. Um, our number is always rolling at the bottom of the screen, so you can give us a call. You can email me at promo at thecounselor.live, or you can sign up in my DMs. Some of them are developing, some of these young users are developing low self-esteem issues, body issues, body shaming. Everyone thinks they have to have this waist that's a size zero. Some people cut their ribs out. They get surgery to get removed fat. They put fat in different places. Everybody doesn't spend their money on, on the mall and Louis Vuitton purses. Some people actually take their money and invest into their body to look physically more attractive. With that said... You know, there was a story with a guy, I'm going to pull it up in a minute, who had gotten his chest implants. Um, so they weren't like breasts, but they were like kind of pecs and muscles. So, but because he was working out and the way he was working out, it started shifting them. So then they, they fell down under a pocket in his chest or something. I can't remember the entire article, but the point was the man, you know, the surgery went botched. It went wrong. And he almost died. He had to have him removed right away. And the first thing he said when he came out of the surgery was, my life is over. What am I going to do? So I said, wait a minute, give me a second. So, I mean, I, I just, you know, so I'm a thinker. I like to think. Some of them are developing, some of these young users are developing low self-esteem issues, body issues, body shaming. Everyone thinks they have to have this waist that's a size zero. Some people cut their ribs out. They get surgery to get removed fat. They put fat in different places. Everybody doesn't spend their money on, on the mall and Louis Vuitton purses. Some people actually take their money and invest into their body to look physically more attractive. With that said... You know, there was a story with a guy, I'm going to pull it up in a minute, who had gotten his chest implants. Um, so they weren't like breasts, but they were like kind of pecs and muscles. So, but because he was working out and the way he was working out, it started shifting them. So then they, they fell down under a pocket in his chest or something. I can't remember the entire article, but the point was the man, you know, the surgery went botched. It went wrong. And he almost died. He had to have him removed right away. And the first thing he said when he came out of the surgery was, my life is over. What am I going to do? So I said, wait a minute, give me a second. So, I mean, I, I just, you know, so I'm a thinker. I like to think. Um, is it okay to break up with your girlfriend for talking to another guy or following or liking another guy on TikTok? Wow. So if I can just use my educated opinion, I would say that's going a little bit too far. Uh, that person can be on the other side of the country and you two are arguing about someone that this person will never meet or never knew and they just like looking at that person. 
So my thought is that maybe you need to look in the mirror and check out your self-esteem levels. Maybe you have low self-esteem and you're feeling insecure. That's not her fault. All right, she was looking at them, the other guys before she met you. She may look at, look at other guys while she's with you. It's okay. You have eyes you can see. Right? I'm looking at you guys on the camera. So looking at someone, I don't think is a reason to break up. But for me, you know, but I'm older now. Um, I probably would have had tolerated that back in the day. Uh, but for me, I just think that's doing too much. Another reason to argue. So uh, relationships. All right. Uh, more results. Well, concept was it was pretty simple you know just thinking about the concept you know of course we were just messing around when we first built the studio so uh it just came out and then you know we gave it some life by you know giving it some substance and uh pretty much talk that shit show was really supposed to be for you to come on a show without being censored without being told what to say we were supposed to be able to talk your shit and you know, be free about it, and it's like a judge, judge-free zone. So nice. And, and that's that was the premise of the whole talk that shit show. And also wanted to be in the community. We wanted the people around us to be able to, you know, voice their you know business, whatever they were doing, their venue, venue, whatever they were doing. We wanted them to be able to showcase their talents on our show. So. It's just like, you know, it was a double thing. Like, talk that shit. Talk, if you if you doing something, talk that shit. I like and that. If, uh, and if you wanted to voice your opinion, too, talk that shit, too. Nice. Without being censored. Nice. We don't like cancel culture around here. Okay.